I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Hi, welcome to Black Ticulate, a podcast series featuring UK young black professionals where we find out how they do what they do so you can too. Or not. After all, it is your life. <laughs> what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Uh, guys, once again, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. As always, appreciate you taking the time out to listen to us. Now, I've actually got a couple of announcements to make, which is really quite exciting, I think. For the first time ever, there is going to be a podcast festival. Okay, correction. A People of Colour podcast festival that's going to be happening in august the 5th by the shout out network and it's going to be lit it's just going to be lit it's going to be amazing because not only are they featuring uk people of color podcasts like melanin millennials how to kill an hour pink matters the unoriginal podcast the 90s baby and so on and so forth so if you listen to any other people of color podcasters in the uk you can bet your bottom pound that they're going to be there so go over to shout out live so solivefestival.com to get your tickets i will be announcing more on that you know closer to the date and closer to the time black ticklet is going to be there we are going to be featuring as always black professionals and trying to find out exactly how they do what it is they do i'm going to try and see if i can make it as interactive as possible even possibly getting you guys to come up on stage and tell us about what it is you do and how you do it that would be for me interesting so i've got to speak to the organizers about that but watch this space is what we're trying to say um okay so oh god i really love this episode actually this is one of my my favorite episodes with no disrespect to all those who've come beforehand because you guys are all amazing but the reason it's one of my favorite episodes is because this is why we do what we do we are always trying to inspire as well as upskill young black professionals. And this is the first time that I've actually got to interview someone who is, I guess, the next generation, the next wave of talented, phenomenal professionals. So I had the pleasure of interviewing a software engineer, I guess, but realistically, he's actually an entrepreneur. And his name is Emmanuel. And his story is so fascinating. He saw an opportunity in the marketplace for him to create an app, which within the first two weeks had 200,000 downloads. So he tells us about the app. He tells us about how he recognizes patterns and how he can try and disrupt that. I think he has actually a really, really healthy mindset insofar as season opportunities. In fact, he has this great analogy about toothpaste, which I won't spoil too much. So if you guys get into it, you'll understand what I mean by that. He's a great guy. He's a phenomenal guy. He's going places. He is the future. And his story is fantastic. So I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having a conversation with him. And please, as always, if you find this of any use, brilliant. Give us any feedback. If not... If you think someone else might find it of use um, or inspiring at the very least, please share it. Please comment, please review, please rate. So without further ado, I bring to you Emmanuel Abiola. Once again, welcome to another episode of Black Ticulate. Guys, you already know Black Excellence. Trust, trust, <laughs> trust. 
But for those of you who've joined us for the first time, thank you, number one. And number two, Blacticulate really is all about featuring young UK black professionals, where we try and find out how they do what they do. So you can too. And in front of me, right, this one's a little bit, this is a bit, un, this is a bit fresh. Because this came from a recommendation. So again, props guys, keep on recommending anyone you think I should actually be interviewing, because I appreciate that. But Emmanuel, I mean, it was, it was touch and go. I almost didn't know anything about you until an hour ago. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah. But Emmanuel, on a level, he's, um, he's going to be one to watch out for. And he was recommended by a gentleman who works for Google HR, particularly the technical team. So shout out Rob, Robert Campbell. But Emmanuel, please tell the peoples, tell the peoples who you are, cool. how you identify yourself, and cool. we'll just roll from there. Cool. So my name's Emmanuel. Um, I'm a recent computer engineering graduate from the University of Nottingham. Yeah, I don't even know what that means, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I've been com I recently completed a six-month Google internship as a machine learning engineer. And yeah, I'm a I'm a machine I'm a computer science enthusiast, and I just like building stuff. <laughs> a machine learning engineer. <laughs> All right, break it down to ludos like me. So machine learning. Yeah. Let's let's actually rewind this. Let's get let's get let's get into the nitty gritty. Okay, let's cool. get into your background cool. first. Like, so tell us like growing up, where where you like where are you from? Because so originally I'm from Hackney, so Bethnal Green. Um, I grew up there for most of my life. Um, secondary school, I went to Bishop Chaloner, which is in Stepney Green. Yeah, shout out <laughs> anyone listening, man. See how far Emmanuel's coming. <laughs> yeah. If he was gonna do this, man, look at him now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, and then I moved out to Stratford, um, where I lived throughout like a bit of college, and um. Yeah, then I went up to Nottingham for university. But the way you say that, I, I see them roots. <laughs> I see what, but like, all in between, how are you getting yourself into machine learning? Like, mm -hmm. where, where's that influence from? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. So the way it started, I guess, was when I was at college, mm. I knew, I was quite actually into business initially. Business, yeah. Um, but I was pretty good at maths and I felt that because I, I was kind of, I wanted to create things. I had to go to university and do something quite engineering related. Right. So I then went to study computer engineering. Well, initially electronics and computer engineering. Okay, but gotcha. I started to focus on computer engineering. And then um, I actually didn't, actually didn't find machine learning myself. I just used to do app development. So I built a lot of apps at university. Dang. And, um, Talk about creating. <laughs> Man, you were putting yourself where you, you knew once you finished, you're sought after commodity. <laughs> Everyone wants an app, they don't even know what app is, but you know what, you know, I can build an app for you. Okay. What I'm trying to get at, if possible, and maybe there isn't a story, but because like, obviously you're Nigerian and you're about at that, was there any pressures from like the family to, you know, go into yeah. science, those STEM roles yeah, like yeah. tech, engineer, yeah, maths? Yeah. Was there? So not really. Um, obviously, I come from a single parent household, so okay. I just live with my mom and my sister. Right. So my mom, she's quite laid back and quite new to the education system over here. Okay. So she didn't really pressure me. She just kind of like gave me advice to always give my best in whatever I want to do. Um, and I just kind of navigated myself from just pure research and intuition that um, being an engineer will probably be the best thing for me to go and do. Oh, interesting. Do many people like you, think like you? I mean, like like your friends? <laughs> no, not really. So a lot of my friends are more like um, musically orientated and more focused on like being a bit more artsy. But I felt that because um, I was a bit good at maths, I could use that to, to, to do something. Yeah. And I just kind of ran with it and then I ended up. Well, you told you're good or you enjoyed maths and you realized you were good. I mean, like how oh, does, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't necessarily told I was good. I was actually told I wasn't good, in fact. Really? Yeah, I was actually told I wasn't okay. good. <laughs> I was actually told uh, I wasn't Them good. teachers, they don't know the influence and power, yeah, man. literally, man. I, I was actually told I wasn't good. Um, I was actually told not to do maths A-level either. But I what just... What grades were you getting? Were you not, were I, you not killing it in the, the thing exam? is, I was, I was okay. Like, I was getting, like, in maths, I got an A in maths. Nice. But the thing is, he didn't seem as a serious student, like, because of the people I hanged around with. You were hanging with. around with, gotcha. Yeah, but they were my friends, like, because of where I was from as well. So we used to go home together, but it wasn't necessarily I was like them. It was just that 
I, I was just with them. So they were just your environment. Yeah, they were friends. My no, I get so that. I think that's what he just had a lot of doubt in my ability, my my, my teacher at the time, and just kind of pushed me away from pursuing stuff like that. That's ridiculous. Right? <laughs> so you know, tell me you've still got his details. Yeah. Look at me now. Do you know what I mean? I wish. I wish. I, I wish I did. That's the worst, though, isn't it? Like yeah. teachers just telling nah. kids they can't be because of their own prejudice yeah. and biasness. So I get that. So obviously your your friends and whatnot, they were well doing music, trying yeah. to be whatever in that yeah, space. Yeah, yeah. And you were like, actually, no, my lane is engineering. Yeah, yeah. And you thought just do because of the sort of type of guy you are. I mean, I take it you're that sort of guy where yeah. you're like, I'm going to do some research and think, yeah, yeah. where can I position myself? Yeah. And coming from a single household mm-hmm. um, with your sister, mm-hmm. she's, are you still guys Yeah, yeah, so I'm really cl- um, close. My sister's one year younger than me. Okay. And she does politics, so she's into like the whole like socioeconomic stuff. Okay, is she an activist in her yeah, right as well? Yeah, trying to like, break down yeah, them pillars. Yeah, break down them, pillars. Them, them white supremacy pillars. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I might have to edit that out. I ain't editing that out at oh, all. They need to hear this. They call a podcast called yeah. Black Articulate. Um, no, so that's really interesting. So what were you finding that was enjoyable? Because the reason why I'm asking that question is if anyone who is listening is like, you know what, okay, Manuel, I see that. I'm coming from where you're coming from. My peoples are looking to do music, but actually I might be good at maths as well and I enjoy it. But was there anything specific, like when I say specific, um, what's the word? Help me out here, imagine this. Shame, innit? <laughs> you'd think I do this for a living, right? But, uh, um, no, the word is like... So, um... What's enjoyable about it? Like, takeaway yeah. Or, cool. So, um, in terms of app development or like in terms of um, engineering, engineering and what then that in itself as a discipline can go on to, to do. do. Yeah. So again, like when I saw what I initially it was a trial and error kind of thing. Okay. So I found engineering, which was basically the pure form of it so like electronics electrical there was a range of engineering you could do right but then i started looking at inventors so people like steve jobs um bill gates um michael spiegel all of these guys that were basically doing massive things in technology and what i found was a lot of them had like some form of engineering knowledge or or worked with people with engineering backgrounds and I thought, well, I, if they can do that, then I could potentially do that too. Mm-hmm. And that's what drove me to like really go ham, like really go into this. <laughs> so you saw the likes of Steve Jobs and whatnot, and you're like, yeah, man, I, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. I don't care where they're from yeah, or yeah, the yeah, colour yeah. of their skin yeah, or anything. Yeah, yeah. I like that. So you don't have any self-limitation beliefs, no, which definitely. is brilliant. Where did that come from? Do you know what? It's when I turned it all around because I actually... You know, I, f- I actually still, to this day, reflect on this moment in my life. Um, a levels when I did ridiculously bad. Like oh, really? it was, it was to the point where I, I wasn't. I, I had like potentially the worst grades in the in the in the year. Like okay. I had E's in right. my across my A levels, and in that moment, you would have thought I would have. Well, at the time, I actually thought it was over. I thought there was no coming back from this. So even me from an E to A grade is nearly impossible. Yeah, for sure. Because it means doing like. 10 exams in like one go but I still did it like I still went forward with it and I ticked off I I, I asked to do every single exam again and in the end I managed to get two A's and a B that's, a, that's um, amazing from being an E-grade student like honestly it's well, still how, a come she, how come she were an E-grade student the thing is it wasn't was like the thing about A-level is that um, it wasn't like I had a lot well I had obviously I had a lot going on in terms of like those times I moved out to my nan's house because um, there was a lot of trouble going on in Stratford. Okay. So I'm moving away to North London to stay with my nan. Um, but I think with A-level and in general, the whole study, ecos- the whole system with education is a, st- a specific technique that you need to you need to go by in order right. to do well. It's not necessarily about time you spent or like your your mentality or like how much hard work. Your, 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 it is a lot about hard work, but predominantly the technique you have to do you have to showcase in that exam and that's what I had to learn the hard way in a way so once I failed so badly there was only one there was only one other way I could go (laughs) exactly but I mean the fact that you even have your mentality didn't break Mm -hmm. why didn't it break yeah 
I mean, I'm glad it didn't break. <laughs> do you know, I mean, look at you now, right? Yeah, but yeah. how how comes it didn't? How did you overcome that? that break. Like, you know, then there'll be people listening yeah. and going, you know what, I messed up too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't take this route. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. How no, comes? Def- definitely. Like, um, I think the real key, if I'm being honest with you, like, is to have faith, man. Like, faith is the one thing when all when all things go wrong and everything's just looking miserable and you you genuinely believe that it's all over like you just gotta have faith that you you have a purpose Mm -hmm. you know tomorrow god's grace like like you have a value that god has put you here for and that tomorrow you can change things around because as long as there's a tomorrow there's always another opportunity every day is another opportunity to make things happen and i think I, i i sowed that seed in myself because I owed it to my like mum, for example, to mm. think like that. I had to believe that I could do something for her tomorrow. Even though I failed today, tomorrow I can show her better grades, if you get what I mean. So no, I that. that was the real um, motivation for me. That's amazing. So are you really close with your mum? Yeah, still? that's my best friend, man. Like, I feel like even though like we've come from completely different cultures and different upbringings, like, she's amazing, like, to, to be a single parent mum and not understand the whole system but still be so loving and I think that's one of the key things as well like just having someone that loves you and supports you is um, what's, what's really helped me as well. No, I like that and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. So we've now gone to post we've got Ace, <laughs> I mean you turned it around man, and like, that's, honestly kudos yeah, it yeah, takes yeah. that sort of tenacity yeah. and that you know commitment yeah, and yeah. as you said faith and belief yeah, yeah, that yeah. you can always do better. Yeah. Then you went into university yeah. Like studying what and and is it important to go to university to the thing to is, get into a career of engineering, particularly machine learning? So the thing is, nowadays, not necessarily. Oh, okay. Nowadays, you can start from home from now. Like you could just go on YouTube and literally find a t- tutorial and become the best web designer, the best Android developer. Right. But the one thing I do advise what university does definitely do is it gives you a platform to access opportunities that you might not find if you were not at university. Like what? Well, expand on that. So, so what I found was internships. So um, a lot of companies come to universities to promote internships and potentially fast track you. So mm. I was fortunate to do an internship with JP Morgan. They're like right. the number one investment bank in the in the world. Yeah, they're huge. And like they would pay salaries I didn't even know was possible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm being so honest. Like yeah. they, they like it was a ama- it was an amazing opportunity to like a guy like me, first generation, first to go uni, my family being asked to come to work for a company like that. It was amazing. But don't do yourself a disservice, and I know you're not, because I can tell the confidence, and I want to know how you've always been that confident. I really need to know that whatever you're eating, the gussi, the jollof, I need it in my life. Yeah. But um, do you feel there was a, you know, there's this now big trend of diversity and inclusivity, isn't there, in the, in the landscape, the media landscape? Yeah. Do you think they, they purposely selected you, or do you just believe your actual ability was second to none? So, so I like to say, this is my mentality. Like, you're as good as the next person. Like, never in your mind believe that something can hold you back. Even though we all know in the world there is still a massive issue of diversity and that there is, there is a lack of minorities in these roles. But yeah. you and yourself, you have to first and foremost always believe that nothing can hold you back. I do, even though I believe that, I do to an extent believe that fit, to some extent, the diversity factor played a role. But I do believe my abilities gave me that assurance and that confidence for them to pick me. No, for sure. Because I, I mean, in of itself as well, I hate the rhetoric where they're like, well, you know, we couldn't find any people of standard, you know, of quality. So we don't want to lower the bar. That's why we hired John, James and Cuthbert. I mean, that's just ridiculous, isn't it? Like, you know, the ability's there. You just, you're not looking. Do you know what I mean? You pretend you want us at a party, but you just want a little bit of us for the sake of it. But anyway, let me not get my high horse. I mean, you saw me, I was already on it. And do you know what I mean? Imagine you're my brother as well, but I was coming for you as well. Like, it's like, yo, Ade, freeze. Imagine wearing that enemy. He's not the enemy. Um, yeah. Now, we've got no enemies. I'm just joking. 
to my right listeners, obviously. <laughs> uh, so now we've gone into uni, and you the uni opportunities clearly allowed you to obviously get into JP Morgan and then just see the professional context. But you're also within that university um, environment. You were doing not only internships, but you were making, I believe, apps, yeah. and you're just you're killing it. So. <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell me more about that because I feel like it's important to know that yes you can do it yeah. yourself but possibly and I don't know if I'm correct especially in your field of expertise whether universities are better route and a more safer route yeah. for employment yeah yeah so definitely it, it it has so many layers in terms of like backup so even if you go uni and you don't really like venture out and do um what I did for example app development mm. <clears throat> just doing the degree alone opens up doors right you know especially um an engineering degree so it's 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 a massive demand um to do something like that so that's a massive backup plan and it's a good backup plan because we all need to have a backup plan like you, you yeah. need to have something that you feel like okay this is if all doesn't go well, i can do this and that's what i would definitely say um and recommend you yeah, yeah. And is it harder then, though, because does experience and say, for instance, building apps or web developing or any form of, you know, skills or, or executions that engineering allows, mm -hmm. does experience trump education? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... But if you have both, obviously, yeah, it's yeah. blessed. So if you have both, you kill it completely because yeah. they can't fool you in any how. But if they did have to choose they would actually prefer someone that took the risk and built stuff yes. with their with their own intuition. Like, cause that shows entrepreneurship. Like entrepreneurship is something you you would think is common, but it's not as common as you think. So mm. someone that actually goes out their own way to think of something and use their time to do something is always more respected. Okay. Yeah, no, I can, I can see that. Cause you know, sometimes some people can't actually financially even afford to go to university. Yeah. And I don't want them to not be able to see themselves yeah. in said yeah. roles that you're doing. Yeah. And I mean, that's really fascinating. So what did you build? What, what did you build? Like, oh, I, I'm like just really maybe. fascinated. Um, like, yeah, yeah. So, so just going back and touching on that, um, what was actually amazing of uni was I met like-minded people. So what um, happened was I actually built an app with three other guys from Hackney. No, two other guys from Hackney. And one guy, two guys from Nigeria. So two international students. We built like a brick breaker game. Um, Amazing. Yeah, so a brick breaker game and literally that got twenty thousand downloads in two weeks. <sighs> Fam. Yeah. You, <laughs> that to me just I'm, I'm swelling with pride here. You literally found your your copies. Niger, okay. Hackney, okay. Come. Let's rise that tide. Literally, literally. That's in two it. weeks, twenty thousand yeah, downloads. That was crazy. Yeah. Then what what does that do for you then? Do you leverage that? What does that open doors? Yeah, How? definitely, definitely. So when we did that, to our surprise, um, BBC interviewed us, MTV interviewed us. It got pretty viral. Like all the newspapers are not in the middle. Were I'm, I'm in front of royalty. Is that what you're telling me? I'm, <laughs> I'm in front of a celeb. Emmanuel, you're so calm as well. You're humble. Nah. I should get a signature. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> See? But, um, yeah, like it was a great, great um, success for me, for us, for everyone. And um, how did you know you want a winner and stuff with that? Like, the thing is, you just you just stay grateful, man. Like, I think a lot of these things, like like like, we're just discussing. Like, um, it's also having the understanding that you're a bit fortunate to be in such a position at the same time. Right. So it's like you just got you just keep level headed at the same time that okay, like this is amazing, and I'm just thankful that I was able to be one of those that experienced such an amazing success. Yeah, but I'm still, I mean, honestly, I'm still, I'm impressed. <laughs> I mean, I am impressed. I'm impressed with you regardless, thank as you, you know that. You. But like, even just the notion of you came up with a games idea, you built it, you put it to market. Like, I almost want you to walk us through, yeah, like, yeah, how yeah. did you do that? Yeah, like, cool. So what actually happened from, from the very beginning was, at the time I was a big, I had Blackberry, which was very popular. Yeah, and yeah. the Brit Breaker game on that was overly popular to okay. the point where you was actually comparing scores of your mates and stuff. See? But what actually happened at the time was Blackberry was starting to 
like not be as popular of a phone. You had yeah, Androids, it was going down. you had iPhones. And I just thought, well, if the game is so popular, why don't we just recreate it, but put it out on the Android and the iOS and just make it look slick and, and, and look really clean, so very attractive. And also at the time, Flappy Bird was very popular. See, I so I, I kind of copied their kind of model in the sense that I made the game really hard. You only had one life. Okay. So there was like a thousand models, a thousand um, levels, but you had one life. And for some reason, people liked that. That's insane. So, yeah. yeah. That's great. Oh, man. So you can, because of your, I guess, your engineering understanding and skill. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sets, and I want to explain, yeah, yeah. I need you almost explain what that is, yeah, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. But you can sort of disseminate and break down other tech and other yeah. games yeah. to create a better version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a dangerous man. Emmanuel, you're a dangerous man, you know. I need you on my team. Everyone needs an Emmanuel on their team, you oh, know. You can look at any form of tech. All right, we've got that. How, how are we going to better that? All right, cool. But does that, is that what it takes then? Is that what it takes? That What sort of mindset, what yeah. skill set does yeah. it take to become a successful app developer yeah, or yeah. engineer? So, so first of all, like I said, I think an aspect of it is entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial mind, mindset. So you kind of have to tend to look at things and always think, how can this be better? Right. And I think once you have that kind of mindset, you, you have a tendency to want to create something better. Um, obviously, app development involves something called coding, which is programming, which is basically typing up something on the computer right. for like three to five hours straight. <laughs> so you but, need patience as well. Yeah, a lot of patience, a lot of patience. But what you find is there's actually a lot of support in the area as well. So building up the game actually wasn't a long. It took us like a month. A month? A month okay. to get the... No, it took us like three months while studying but if it was done without being at uni, it would have taken us roughly a month. Amazing. Yeah. And then just like testing it and playing yeah, it. Yeah, literally, yeah. So what, what <laughs> platforms then do you need? Okay. Uh, because imagine me, I mean, I am. I'm totally, I'm a novice, I'm an yeah, amateur. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm like, okay, I want to create an app. Yeah, yeah. What are the tools? What are the, what should I be looking at? Like, give me, cool. give me almost your manual so, guide. So. I have so many different perspectives on and approach on this. So what okay. I actually find is, um, I I believe the best um, creators are just naturally creative. So you can, I believe you can put a creative person. I even believe my friends that do music and stuff. If I brought them into app and web development, they would be crazily creative with it. Yeah. And it's because creativity is like a trait. You you tend to think in a certain way like you like to make things look nicer more fancy or do different things with it um so my advice is basically if you're a creative person you can literally build apps you can build websites it's not you don't have to do engineering at all okay it's literally you're you having that creative mindset is going to put you f so far ahead of so many people how do you identify if you have one or not though the, the way you're creative i guess is you like to create things. So you're, you're someone that in your time, it can be anything from like 
music to spoke to spoken word to to content to, you just like to create something and i think that's the power of creativity yeah. um you and yourself from just being somewhere without not much stuff around you you can create something just to put it out there yeah, in the world just and just build okay yeah. so once you have that ability something like app development web development you would breeze past because there's people i've met in app and web development they're not even from engineering backgrounds right and they've they're so because they're because they're so creative. They built stuff that you never imagined could be built. Mm. So it's like, how did you think of that? And it's like they're just creative. <laughs> it's just literally, and that's just the answer. Yeah. Um, but in terms of like nitty gritty and getting down to it, um, there's there's a there's a studio. So for example, Android. There's an Android studio. Okay. So you go onto that platform and you you kind of start to design what you want your app to look like right. and again they have loads of gu guidelines so if you go into android studio website they have loads of guidelines loads of code already written for you okay. that you literally can copy and paste and you already have an app up and running really yeah is it free yeah it's all free damn it <laughs> okay android studios yeah, guys yeah, i'm gonna yeah. i'm putting that in the show notes yeah, as well everyone get on board and there's already code exists <laughs> you make it sound so easy but nice, i'm with you yeah. <laughs> so there's Android Studios. Any other? Yeah. So then, if you want to do iOS, so iOS is a bit more costly because, um, well, you can create iOS apps for free, but when you want to put it out on their platform, they charge you roughly, I think it's thirty pounds. Okay. One off or? It's a yearly fee. So, and I think that's just to make sure people don't put out rubbish onto their app store. Yeah. Like Apple are really careful with that stuff. Um, Android is free completely once you're ready yeah. and you build something. And it goes on Google Play, doesn't it? Goes it goes on Google Play, so. yeah, for Android. And then iOS goes on the App Store. Same, same. We're building apps that's killing it in the iTunes Store. Um, we're getting interviews. We, you know, we start to become a mini mini celeb yeah, yeah. within campus. Do you know what I mean? Girls are throwing themselves at you. Yeah. So now you're like, damn it, this is the life. I don't want to leave. <laughs> but uni's going to spit me out. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. am I doing, yeah, right? Yeah. So what are you doing after uni? Um, so once for, from the game, I actually got approached by Google to come do an internship. Wow. Which is basically some, it's like a work experience you can do as a student. Um, and since last year June to up until December I was working as a machine learning engineer for Google. Amazing. Um did they tell you specifics or they just came to you and said, We need you in our in yeah, our building. Like, what can we do for you? They were like, yo, like we want to we want to give you this opportunity, we want to interview you for one of our um, internships in London and I was like, Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Google, like you don't companies like Google you don't even think of you could even work for like you just you just it's just a website yeah, you just yeah, use, like, yeah. but it was such an amazingness um it was such a pleasure to be asked to come work for them and to even go through the interview process and and have the opportunity to even potentially work for them so mm. when i got the offer like i was just over the moon like, amazing yeah. congrats man 100 <laughs> percent but what about your co-founders or co-coders yeah, yeah. did they also get the opportunities yeah so um because yep. you said it was you and two other guys? Yeah, so two guys, the, the two guys from Hackney got um, headhunted to America. Wow. So all my friends are in America now. Did you Did you get also headhunted yeah, for got, America? Yeah, I got an offer for America as well. But, you but decided I decided to stay. to stay in for Google. Family? Or, or Google? Yeah, for Google, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen, 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 seen. Okay, so we're now finding ourselves. This is kind of where <laughs> we're going now. We're going yeah, with yeah, it. So yeah. now we're in Google um, for machine learning. Yeah, yeah. Did they literally say, what would you like to learn yeah. or what do you want to do? And they say, we can try and help you. Or? So what actually happened was I got, when I got off, I actually thought I was going to do a lot of Android development since Google was like, Google Play is yeah, the yeah. Android Play store. And then I arrived on the first day and my manager came up to me and was like, all right, nice to meet you, Emmanuel. So this is your project. You're going to be doing machine learning. Hey. And I was like, what? Yeah. Is this Japanese? <laughs> Did this guy just speak Japanese to yeah. me? Because I've never heard of that in my life. Yeah, machine what? <laughs> yeah. But what is machine learning for those of us who don't know? Oh, wow. So to simplify machine learning, it's basically this new type of... Um, wow. So it's, a, it's this new type of software, in a way, that can basically when you give it data that already exists, so you can give it like years of data, information basically, okay. it can begin to make 
decisions on that data, start potentially start predicting data. Yeah. So if I say um, to the machine, if I give the machine data, for example, on Mondays I go for a run, on Tuesdays I go for swimming, on Wednesdays sometimes I go for a run, sometimes I go for swimming, eventually it can start predicting what I'm going to be doing right. because it's seen over the last few years you've Your been pattern. doing this kind yeah. of behaviour. 100%. <laughs> and so I guess in application form, I mean, for those who have iPhones, it's Siri? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the Google one is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Google have... Um, they have one, but it's not It's not like Siri, no. So machine learning, yeah. what are we doing with this? And how, from an audience perspective, my listeners is, if they're not going through doing apps and engineering, can they go straight into machine learning? What are the platforms? What are the resources or books would yeah, you recommend yeah. that they should start looking into? Cool. So just a, just a heads up, machine learning is the future. Um, not necessarily going to take over everything, but it's going to help a lot of different industries, um, mainly because there's a lot of repetitive work that machine learning can help us do um, from, I don't know, from healthcare, knowing, for example, what medication is best for a certain person at a specific time, just because of a certain condition. It can help predict stuff like that rather mm -hmm. than what rather than the problem of a human being sometimes can make that mistake and can also have that um human element to it which is like which shouldn't be factored in at the time i hear you because <laughs> of all like preconceived like maybe prejudice circumstance yeah, yeah. how a human might be feeling yeah, at yeah, the time exactly yeah absolutely right so that's definitely where i would say it's going in terms of um breaking into machine learning like I said, so there's different aspects um, to machine learning. Well, yeah, there's different aspects to machine learning. So you can have the hardcore programming, right. which is you're literally coding up a model. You're coding up the machine learning itself. Um, that's for the mathematicians, the computer science nerds, everyone that's quite into like hardcore just writing stuff. For those that are less um, into the programming and, and hardcore just typing up stuff, there's the presentation aspects of it so okay. a lot of um, the stuff for example Google do is they put all this data into a nice presentation like a dashboard and it shows them it shows other people so um, clients for example um, the power of the machine learning and you can also be involved in that aspect so basically presenting the power of machine learning and how it can transform the business your, bu your business basically business, yeah. Yeah. And then it could also go into, I guess, user experience and interface yeah. is from an app, yeah. an application exactly. perspective. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. It's funny because when the more you talk about it, the more I see machine learning. <laughs> like I think I was it Target or somewhere in the US where what they did is because of the shopping behavior and patterns, mm -hmm. they predicted someone was pregnant before she was pregnant <laughs> or before she even went and did a wow, test, wow, you know, wow. and they sent her congratulations, you wow. know, like direct milk. So, you know, you can get into a world of uh, a world of things that you didn't know you had. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I'm going off on a tangent. I'm going off on a tangent. So we pretty much, I mean, we're, we're, in, we're making good stride. Like, what are the work-related challenges that you're currently facing? Because you're no longer for Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Do you feel there's an element that plays in it because of your race as well? Um, yeah, so what you find is because um, there's a um, lack of diversity, there's not m you don't have much of a network. So you don't have m m many people you can call on to give you advice, to tell you where you can go, to, to even tell you just the best route to take. Right. Um, and... That's an issue that I'm constantly trying to solve now, even in my drive to like um, continue to like break down these barriers and create a pathway for others to join as well. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a problem that I've definitely seen and I'm struggling, well, well, that I've seen people struggle with, but I've, I've just been driven to not be a victim to it in a way. Right, okay. So, so I, I kind of like, again, like I'm, I've trained myself to be really good at researching. Like, yeah, I can you, tell. You, I can <laughs> tell. I can tell. I can you tell. give me an hour, I will research something from top to bottom. Like, Amazing. And, and it's a skill you have to learn because 
when no when someone doesn't open the door for you, you have to learn how to open the door for yourself. Yes, no, I mean that couldn't be a truer statement. I love that statement. So, I mean, this is I want to always bring it to open floor, and then we're going to talk about some fire ones, some light ones, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. But is there anything that you wish? To, so imagine listening to yourself now, yeah. right? I mean, because I'm going to give you the playback, <laughs> obviously. But is there anything that you wish to sort of say for those who are looking to emulate in your footsteps? Yeah, definitely. I mean, open, this is... Yeah, yeah. Very, let's, yeah. I would say, because looking back at my younger self as well, the advice I would give him is just have faith. Number one, make sure you learn how to have faith because that's what's going to keep you going when everything seems horrible, mm. where you feel sick and tired, you feel frustrated, you don't know, you feel like, why is it, when's things going to get better? Why is everything the way it is? If you have faith, you'll wake up tomorrow and you'll feel fresh and hungry to, to go again. Mm. So that's my first thing. Number two, be ambitious. Don't be scared. You are allowed to, you're allowed to have ambition. Be, be free. Go and... Go and find goals that you never thought you could ever have. Research them, learn about them, learn how to achieve them, and then follow them. And that's literally it. Mm. Follow, it's, it's, it's that straightforward. Obviously, there's a lot of hard work. There's a lot of late nights. There's a lot of sacrifices. But as long as you set your eyes on it, know what it's about. There's a saying that you can't stop what the heart desires. Okay. And if you know what you're looking at and you know what it's about and what you have to do, there's only so many people that can stop you from doing it. Eventually, there's actually going to be no one that can stop you. So that's one. That's another rule, I would say. Um, lastly, just work hard. <laughs> like, yeah, work yeah, hard. Yeah. Like Everyone's got their own goals and dreams. And if you put the time and effort in, you'll, you, you'll get noticed eventually and you'll meet like-minded people along the way and they'll, they'll be working just as hard as you and you can work together and you can build stuff together. And that's what I would advise. Okay, no, that's, I mean, that to me is advice from champions yeah. and winners. <laughs> and you certainly are. I mean, do you see yourself as successful? Um, From where I came from, I think, I, I can't believe I'm here today, okay. if I'm being honest. Like, it's, it's when I do stuff like this and I reflect, it's like, wow, like, Emmanuel, like, how did you even land here? Um, But I've got so much more I want to do, like, in terms of the use, in terms of inspiring, in terms of going back and speaking in schools. Like I definitely feel like I, I just I have that um that, that desire yeah, to do that so. desire to Well to, guys, do if so. anyone's listening, I'm gonna obviously <laughs> tell you how to get in touch with Emmanuel as we always do at the end of the show. And um it's gonna be in the show notes as well. But if you're listening through this, like just pencil it down, man. Let's try and get in touch with Emmanuel because he really is an inspiration and he definitely wants to give back to the community for sure. And can't wait just to see. I mean, what what's next? What do you what's next for you? So what's next? Um, I actually have so many got so many dreams like um, <laughs> um that I'm, I, I struggle to like keep them all contained. Right. But um, I I actually launched a startup in university as well. We ain't even touched that. <laughs> you know I mean, your uni life was just too extravagant no, for me. I man. went, I it went was, all out, went man. In. Trust me. Once you once you get given that door, when that door opens run yeah. as fast as you can when i got to uni i ran so fast it was i was trying to do everything See. because it's, it's for you it's, it's there for you to to, to do so you, you make the most of every opportunity squeeze it mm. it's like you know when you're using a cream and like you don't have you don't have enough money to buy a new one you squeeze <laughs> it you squeeze it all out and that's what you got to do with opportunities the way you squeeze that bottle you got to squeeze that opportunity honestly <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Man, I was squeezing that tube hard as well. Because we've all been there. I see it. You know what I mean? Like, I see you, it. you squeeze it all out. So, so you did a start up at you. Yeah, yeah. So I, I did, uh, from launching the Brit Breaker game and having so much success, I kind of thought, well, why not make a business? Mm. I was always interested. In, I always heard the word business and people owning business. I thought, why not try it or just see what it's about? So I entered this comp business competition in Nottingham, which was basically just a business competition. Right. And I put forward the idea of a software development company. Okay. So building mobile apps for people, right. simply. And went through it, got shortlisted to top 100, then got sh shortlisted to top t top 25, then got shortlisted to top 10. Then before you knew it, we were the winners of the Amazing. whole competition. Congrats. And um, won 25,000 pounds 
and office space, but we don't need office space because we're developers. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So yeah, that was And that. do you still have that company? Yeah, so we did that company for two years. Like I said, my friends went off to America mm. and then obviously I stayed here in London. Um, so we haven't been able to keep up with it, but I, I, my ambition is to recreate a company that has... That helps, that mo- helps. with mobile yeah, apps. Yeah. Okay, so... But do you need money? Is money a driver? Is it important? So yeah, so right now, the thing is, the truth is, so money money is good to have because it can help you look after other people. But I feel that money can always come. So you have to have this kind of discipline. Obviously, you have to prioritise what you need at a certain time. If you need money to like look after someone or take care of a loved one, definitely prioritise that. But if everything is doing okay, Focus on your learning. I think investing in yourself, time invested in yourself is so much more valuable than time invested in finding money. Mm. Because time invested in yourself goes a lot further than money, basically. Um, When you invest in yourself, you grow, you become better, you understand more, you can do more, and you actually potentially could even make more money from the person you're going to become by just investing in yourself. So I'm someone that I like to... Go over. It. I still go library. I don't. I'm not even at uni anymore. But on the weekend, sometimes I'll go library in the morning. I wake up early. I'll go library from nine till five, and then I'll, I'll mess about in the week on the evening with my friends. Amazing. So it's it's about that investment, and I think invest yourself goes a long way. Amazing, amazing. All right, guys. I mean, you could tell Emmanuel is amazing, phenomenal, <laughs> and that's why he's on Black Ticulate. Wouldn't have it any other any other way. That I normally with all my guests, just give a couple of light yeah, fire yeah, ones, yeah. just quick fire rounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, just you know, just to lighten it up a bit as well, because they might be like, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm so deep. I mean, just give me some light stuff. Wow, so, wow, wow. Nah, joking. They yeah. already know what it's about. <laughs> so, would you rather? And these are like fire okay, questions. Cool. Would you rather your child be Smart or good looking? Smart because beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Interesting. Everyone always says smart because they think it's the right one. <laughs> I'm like, you better be beautiful, man. I'm smart enough for them. From their beauty, we'll make money. Don't worry about that. <laughs> um, what would you spend in this current economy? Would you spend your last five pounds on? Would I spend my last five pounds on? Wow, that's a good question. Um... It depends what I need at the time. Like if I'm, if it's only five pounds, it's only five pounds. Like something I could use or just do with five pounds. I'm not putting too many parameters on that. Um, I like to eat, man. So I'll probably get a meal deal. Or something. Simple, simple. <laughs> and someone I'll else use the change for something else. And someone else told me like, ah, oh, you know, domain name this. Out. I was like, all right, investment. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking that myself. Um, oh yeah, domain. Yeah. Name, yeah, and if you can do a TED talk. Yeah. about anything other than machine learning and engineering yeah. what would it be about um so one thing i've been learning a lot is about the patterns of life and like how things tend to repeat themselves so i would want to give a talk on how you can break out of these things okay and how you can by spotting the pattern you can be the anomaly and be different Interesting. So how to be different by spotting patterns, yeah. by breaking out of a pattern. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking history, yeah, yeah. like just actual world. Yeah, world. so history and even just world patterns. Like, yeah. Okay, well, you might need to teach me how to do that myself. <laughs> Emmanuel, man, this is where, like, you've become my sensei. It's crazy. Allow me, allow me. Okay, allow me. and last but not least, before we ask how people can find yeah. you, how would you like to be remembered? Wow, so... That's a that's a really good question, and I think it's something I've been really thinking about a lot now that I'm a lot older. I really just want to be remembered as someone that literally came from. I didn't really come from much. Like I literally came from nearly nothing. Um, you know, first to go uni, my family, um, and I just want to be able to be remembered as someone that just tried to give back to his community, uh, make an impact, inspire others, other youths that don't believe something's possible to believe in it's possible and as long as that as long as I can do that I'll be happy yeah. no I think without a shadow of a doubt and hopefully this conversation this interview mm. is illustration of how amazing you are as a person how can we find you on the internet I cool. mean I know you've got your fingers on a lot of pies <laughs> but um, how do you want us to find you and what do you want us to do when um, we do find you you can find me so I'm on Twitter you can um, so that's IC3 underscore 
E-Man, so E-M-A-N. Um, that's my major social thing. I've, I've, it's also IC3 E-Man on Snapchat. Cool. That's your preferred. Um, yeah, it's yeah. just IC3. I've, yeah, alias IC3 underscore. I claimed it, man. Yeah, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, Snapchat, Twitter. Um, those are my main social media. Stuff, yeah. yeah, we'll get in touch for yeah, sure, yeah. for sure, guys. So, uh, yeah, once again, guys, thanks very much for listening to another episode of Black Ticulate. If there's anything I didn't ask Emmanuel, um, give me a shout. You know, already know how to get in touch with me, Black Ticulate, on everything. And, yeah, maybe we'll try and get Emmanuel for part two when he's literally just reshaping the entire world, which no doubt he will. Thank and you. Emmanuel, thanks very much for Thank joining very much. us. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Hey, guys, how did you find the episode? I hope it was useful. Um, we're always trying to make this as useful as possible to you so if you do what it is our guest did and there were things that we didn't cover or the things that we didn't talk about then please get in touch and secondly if you are able to teach us what it is you do as a profession then also get in touch because we'd love to feature you on Black Ticulate and you can do that via our social media accounts or even our email which is contact at blackticulate.com. We appreciate your support as always, and we'll see you on the next episode of Black Ticulate. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.